When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, yeah. Talking to me? And welcome to the second last ever episode, probably, of Aria Talking to Me. The penultimate episode, as the... it would be described if it was an MC introducing the second last act of a comedy mm-hmm. Uh Penultimate, because the pen is mightier than the sword. And Penn and Teller is the <laughs> ultimate magic duo. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the penultimate will be... The second last year of my life. Twenty twenty. Yes, this is a Game of Thrones podcast, and we're here to talk about the second last ever episode of Game of Thrones, The Bells. Maybe uh, us being Ben Vanell and Adam Knox too. Yeah, That's I'm Ben Vanell. Yeah, I'm from the Ben Ultimate thing, <laughs> and I'm Adam Knox from the. Adam Ultimate, (laughs) (laughs) which is the year after you die. (laughs) I have a great year. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and yeah, we're going to talk about the bells. It's it's that's what it says on this synopsis. I don't know if it's just the thematic title or the actual one. That's probably the name of the episode. Season eight, episode five, the second last episode. Yeah, Game of Fucking Thrones. Yes, and uh, boy, it's a good one. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I get like. It, in general, before we start, mm-hmm. this is all our opinions, this yep. show, all, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of people not liking this episode. Yeah. And yeah, I think we both really did. Yes. So we'll go through and explain exactly why you're wrong <laughs> for the next probably ages. <laughs> the next two hours. Um, well, maybe not because like a lot of episodes that have battle scenes in them, mm. we, there's not much to say about that. But there's so much like fucking... Uh, Wrapping up of mm. uh, of of whole characters' stories, main characters' stories, yeah. Ramping up right before the last episode, I will say, like this last season, it is a little rushed. D- absolutely, we talked, I think, last week about how even episodes we were liking, the pacing was kind of weird. Yeah, um, just not normal TV show or movie pacing, which feels weird to say when three of them were kind of about the one battle. Mm. And then, but I guess just these last two, or the fact that that last battle was wrapped up so quickly as well with the Night King and yeah, everything. Yeah, I don't know. They clearly want to get out of here, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> you know, it, that, that's look, it's it's okay. That's I don't mind. Uh, uh, yes, uh, I I do mind, but it's. Uh, it, Real world shit's always going to affect a massive show like this. Totally. And it's a fucking miracle that it hasn't to this extent up until this point, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, I'd prefer things to be mm, plotted out a little bit more um, deliberately. Yeah. But I also accept that it's got to end at some point. Totally. The hand-waving, I felt last episode... The The hand-waving. The the (laughs) hand-waving of of the Night King and that plot line. Yeah. In the last episode, I still had a bit of a feeling like they kind of, you know, like, you know, when you say bye to someone 
and then you both walk to your car in the same direction. Mm. And it felt a little bit like the main bit was over and we were all kind of walking off to the car and like, oh, okay. Right. So, uh, well, see, see you later. But this is clearly the part of the story they were more interested in dealing with. Absolutely. And so getting the Night King out of the way like that, even though it was built up for ages, all the Lord of Light stuff and all of that, there's one more episode to go, but I very much doubt we're getting any more of that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But maybe because I didn't even notice until towards the end of this, that there are characters that we did not see, Sansa and Bran, yeah. which, you know, seems silly, but it's like I wasn't even thinking about them during this. Yeah. This felt to me like, oh, everything is coming to a crux right here. A, a huge, like, a, yeah, a big part of the show was this focus, and, mm. and it's cool that they have wrapped this up in what I think, or I've wrapped parts of it up in a really cool way, and mm. have gotten towards the ending in, in cool way. We'll, get, we'll go into more detail. Yeah, let's go through it. I think, uh, I'll say as a preliminary thing, I think I felt about this episode the way people felt about episode three, right. who liked it. Yeah. They were like, wow, this is so great. You got to see all this cool stuff from all these cool characters. They won the battle. It was, you know, uh, a tense Helm's Deep-esque, you know, experience. Yeah. People loved it. And I didn't feel that way about that episode, but I did feel as strongly in a positive way about this one, I think. There's some goofy shit that happens in this episode that is dumb <laughs> that I was happy to forget about because of the stuff that I liked in it. Yes. And yeah, that was the other way around for episode three yes. as a contrast. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, let's just go through. Let's hey. do it. So um, there's a man by the name of Ned Stark. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a little backstory to this. Please one. do. <laughs> let's just recap <laughs> the whole show everything the up until here. Do it again. Imagine if we did that every episode, had to start again. Because oh, oh, a recap technically should mm. go through every part of the show up until that point. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. not, it isn't true. <laughs> I mean, the word recap, you know, you can yeah. twist it to mean that. That is when you send an email to Captain America. Or you reply to an email from him. Or you reply to your drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you want to have a drug. Yes. Just a one cap, please. Three cap. Uh, and then your drug dealer says, why are you emailing me? <laughs> yes. Do not leave that. You've got the wrong email. Mm. Who are you? I don't know what you mean. You're after, I'm drug dealer 69. You must have wanted <laughs> drug dealer 70. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at the start, Varys is writing a letter. Mm. Um Seemingly as a general announcement sort of thing. Yep. The story of Jon Snow being Aegon Targaryen. Yep. Getting the word out there, letting people know. Mm. Someone comes and raps on his door. And <laughs> My name's Johnny B. And Do I'm it. here to say... Do it! <laughs> I'm going to execute you in a fiery way. <laughs> um... Yeah, the he he hides. This bothered me early on, and I thought I wasn't going to like the episode because of this. Right, this is dumb. But he was writing very wet ink, covers it up with a piece of paper. It would have smudged the shit out of yep, it. Yep, smeared all over the place. It's smeared everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's one of his little birds. Mm. And so I've watched the episode twice now. She comes in and she's like, "Yeah, she's still not eating." Referring mm. to Daenerys, and he goes, oh, "Okay, well, we'll try again at supper time." And it. I'm wondering if I'm reading too much into this, and yes. almost definitely is the answer, but I wonder if that was like a poisoning plot. Because the, oh. the girl is like, I think the guards are watching me, and he's like, yeah, of course they are. That's of course they job. are Martha. Her name's yeah. Martha. Is it Martha? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard Martha. Right. Well, um, it See, should it's be like- on my notes. 
Varys and Kid dot 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 Martha. It should be like Marthap or something. Yeah, so yeah. You put the extra letter in to make it Game of Thrones. Two name. A's would be good. Martha. Martha. <laughs> hey, Martha. Martha. No, please. My name's Martha. Yeah, that's what I said. Martha. Yeah, yeah. Martha. Yeah, Martha. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> we can go on forever. Martha. Fucker. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's kind of. He's scheming around. He is. He's being pretty obvious for him mm-hmm. about how he feels about this queen. Yes. Really not hiding it anymore. I mean, last episode, they were having these, and I think people criticised this, him and Tyrion just having these open conversations yeah. where it's like, people could just be standing outside the door. What are you doing? Yeah. But I think he feels like he's at the end of the road where it's like, I've made my choice. Hopefully I can get enough people on board with that choice. But if not, everything's lost. Yeah. So I've just got to go for it. Totally. I think he perceives her as being such a threat that he has to come out in the open. Yeah. Like he's a spider rearing up on its back Mm -hmm. four to six legs. Yes. You know, when they do the attack thing. A spider did that to me once. What? And it was terrifying. Did it hiss at you? I... In my mind, it was like growling is my memory of it. That it was going like, get the fuck out of my way. Yes. I'm terrified of spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was as I was coming out of a toilet. Okay. And so I didn't really have anywhere else to go. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just like a small little entranceway thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I stepped over it, pantsless. <laughs> and like had to go, oh man, that was one of the worst. I've kind of blocked that part out. I just remember seeing it middle of the night go... Right, Ta-da. roar at you like a lion. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it yelled at me with my dad's voice. <laughs> but anyway, he... Um, Straight after that, you gave a speech to your school and you were naked, so I, you had other things to worry about. <laughs> it was a true nightmare. <laughs> uh, he goes down to the beach. Jon Snow's gotten there somehow. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, it is a silly part of the show now. It is more noticeable than ever. So people where, are kind of zipping around. Where like, was he supposed to have been? He's at Dragonstone. Right, I know they're they're all at Dragonstone then, but where was he coming from, John? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, they were all marching down to uh, Thingo. So they were coming from Winterfell. Yeah, him and yeah. him and Davos left at the same time, right. to march them down, and he was letting them know that they're two days away from King's Landing. Yeah, that's and somehow right. he splintered off at some point to get the boat over to Dragonstone. Yeah. Later, even though a bunch of other people from Winterfell were going to Dragonstone. Yeah. So I don't know. Who cares? Sure. I guess, but it is silly. It is silly, but it has to happen for this stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but like, it like the timing. I think that is a valid criticism. That like, however much fucking time seems to have passed here, and Cersei's still not showing. Mm. Well, it really is a little bit unclear mm-hmm. where everyone is and how they're getting there. Sometimes here, right. But either way, Jon Snow's now at Dragonstone. He's at the beach. and This is the kind of stuff with that distance thing where it's like it could be explained by him being like, I broke off and got a boat to get here uh, fast, right? Yeah. He just doesn't say that because it's implied. There's bits and pieces of that in both ways where like the big bell tower falling on Arya later, mm. unnecessary. Right. It makes it a bit silly that she like survived seemingly a deadly thing yeah. with like a Buster Keaton through the window mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe don't do that. That's a bit more than you need. Right. And then John going like, oh, I got here on this way that we've done before or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Would add to it. I took the back roads. Right. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. That's enough for me to go like, ah, the back roads. Yeah, yes, of course. Cool. Must From be faster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Varys comes and meets him and he's like, by the way, fuck Daenerys. Mm-hmm. You're the best. Yeah. Very like non-spidery. Yeah, yeah. No, he is not whispering at all. No. He's absolutely screaming this to everyone at this mm. point. 
I don't trust her. I She's like the you, wrong John. choice. You're the right choice. I know that. You'll be a wise ruler. He's like, fuck off. I don't want to be a ruler. Yeah. I've said that to everyone every single time <laughs> that I've betrayed these secrets. I'll do those <laughs> exposition bits again and again. Yeah. I got here on the back roads and I don't want to be king. Yeah. I cannot be more clear about that, literally. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so John shrugs it off and um, Tyrion is kind of watching from a little balcony or something. Mm-hmm. And he makes he's at the point where he's like, okay, I know I was kind of chatting with Varys about this before, mm. but I'm going to go dob him in. Yeah. So he goes up to Daenerys's uh, crazy chamber. <laughs> she's hanging out there. Well, so like, this is another thing. A lot of people are saying like, how'd she go mad? How'd she go so mad? She's a mad queen now. Yeah. I believe personally that her sort of character arc here has happened really well. Absolutely. I uh, I don't want to be like a told you soer, but we've talked about this every week for a year and I've yeah. made note of every time that I thought she was showing signs of being on the edge. And yeah. it's happened like sequentially throughout her arc. She's totally. done things. She has either had instincts to do things that have been overridden by her friends. Who were no longer around. Who are no longer around. Or she has done things that have been too far. They have crossed yeah. the line. They've gone over the edge. And they've gotten worse and worse and worse. And I completely buy this progression. 100%. She's been doing them to people who we think are the villains. Yep. So it doesn't seem that bad. It's like, yeah, yep. kill those fucking Dothraki yep. when you burn that whole house down. Mm-hmm. Or um, when e- she's... Execute the Talis. It's like, hey, well, they stood up to you. They said yeah. that they wanted to die. All the slavers in Marine. It's hard mm. to be mad at someone for burning a bunch of slavers. Yes. But... It's it's still the same brutal act. Mm. War is hell. Yes, that's a phrase I invented. Okay, and um, it, it. I mean, the sometimes s- you have to wonder what it's good for. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something I made up, huh? <laughs> but war, like the the warlike tendencies that she's had, being turned a little bit to the edge towards someone, a group of people who we now perceive as innocent, right. and who are innocent. We don't perceive them as innocent, but yes. like. To her, well, we'll get to that later. But anyway, so the, yeah. she's the context changing seems to be a little difficult for people to accept, maybe. Well, because it sucks. Yeah, it's, it's hard to see someone who you've named your fucking kid in the last seven years after. Yeah, all the da- uh, Daenerys's and Carlises and everything hanging yeah. around now, getting sideways glances <laughs> from their parents today. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, she she is kind of um brooding. She's. I mean, so we talked about this last week as well. I think that. Another of her children has died. Yeah. And what happened to Cersei when her children died? She went insane. People accepted that. Two of her children, her two best friends, mm-hmm. gone. In a pretty rapid time. Yeah. In this country she doesn't know that she's invading. Mm-hmm. She sees them kind of as foreigners. She believes as well that this is her birthright to be here. Yep. Like all of her worst tendencies. And that thing of seeing them as foreigners, I mean, like when people get involved in a foreign war, atrocities happen way more often than in a civil war. That's probably not true. I'm spouting absolute bullshit. But you know what I mean? Like, when people are attacking a group they see as other, they tend to be pretty fucking harsh about it. I mean, that's what propaganda does as well. Like, people are persuaded to to go along with that. Yeah. Easier when it is, like you said, an other. Yeah. When when it's like, not correct gander, then they don't do it. But when it's propaganda, Mm, mm. when you have got a proper fucking male or female goose... Pro- oh, have a oh. proper fucking gander at her, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, she sucks. Yeah, she's uh, so she's in that same Stannis room, too, mm. that Stannis spent a lot of time getting bitter in. Yes. So that's like a haunted fucking room. Yep. 
So she's up there looking real unhappy about. She really looks pretty fucked as well. Like she, like clearly, they made her look tired and stressed yeah. and freaked out. Yeah, and unhappy. And like bitter and angry And so Tyrion walks in He's like someone's betrayed you And she's like yeah Fucking Jon Snow right Mm. It's like no Varys She goes Varys because you told him the secret Which Jon told Sansa told you Which Jon told Sansa Yeah So it was Jon Yeah And it's all of you Fuck everyone Everyone's against me Yeah yeah No one in this land Has any love for me They only have fear When All that stuff with Jon In a minute Like that literally spells out Exactly what she's thinking And I think in a justified way I completely agree So um, Yeah uh, Varys um, Is in a lot of trouble (laughs) Yep Because Tyrion's gone And dobbed on him Yeah um, and then Varys is doing a little more riding in his room, and he hears footsteps coming, and he knows. Yeah, he takes off his his rings, mm-hmm. puts them in a little cup, the classic sign of surrender. Yes, <laughs> get please give this cup of rings to my, I don't know, just a random person, I guess. Yeah. I don't have any friends? No, or children. No. So, and then I kind of liked this. Mm. The Grey Worm comes down, and he's. They're holding shackles, ready to put that man in shackles. Yeah, you know, and that's yep. kind of significant for him for the the life that he's had mm-hmm. to kind of come full circle on it. And after having been this person who has been in shackles essentially, yeah, to then be in a position of power and be willing to do that to someone else, mm-hmm. that's real shit. Yeah, power corrupts. Yeah, another phrase that I've coined. Mm. Uh, let me see if I made a note about this. I think I made some kind of note about this. Honestly, my writing is fucking terrible, <laughs> which is a good thing because serial killers have neat writing, apparently. Yeah. Well, look at mine. I can't. I also yeah. can't read my own writing. There's never been a doctor who was a serial killer. Mm. I bet that's a bit someone's done at some fucking point. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've done it. <laughs> uh, but, but everyone yeah, so. who likes Doctor Who is a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They kill because they think their person will just regenerate. Yeah, yeah. But then they regenerate as a woman and they're like, no! Well, they stab him and they open them up and it's like, oh, I thought it would be bigger on the inside. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he is brought before um, the court mm-hmm. on a beach. Yeah. They're standing on some rocks and uh, Grey Worm brings him down. John's there. Tyrion's there. Daenerys is obviously there. Tyrion comes up to... And he's like, hey, you should know I did this to yeah. you. Yep. Which is big of him to say. Mm-hmm. And Varys is like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Hey, look, I hope that I'm wrong about this. Mm. I hope what you're doing here is uh, that I've just been a bit fucked about this. Yeah. And that you're right, that this isn't a problem. I hope to be proven wrong. Mm. See you later, old friend. Yeah, I guess I won't see it. <laughs> I yeah. won't be able to find out. But I thought that was enough because they were actually kind of friends. Yeah. They have a little goodbye. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Daenerys sentences him to death by dragon attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that dra- I liked the dragon kind of coming out of the dark. That Me too. Cool. Yeah. It was very Jurassic Park. It was. Yeah. And then, like in the classic film Jurassic Park, <laughs> the T-Rex breathes fire all over Sam Neill, bored yep. Sam Neill. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Varys is dead. A character that has been very interesting to, yeah. to, to be with over the journey. Um, I think you you come to respect his motivations over the the course of the show. Yeah. Like I think, uh, yeah, we talked about watching the earlier seasons and being like, hey, Varys seems like much more of a bad guy, or at least very suspicious early on. Yeah, and it, by the end, it's like, no, he was the best guy, other than when he had that man shipped to him in a box. 
I mean, I understand that. <laughs> he cut his dick and balls off. But yeah, he does say like, hey, I'm doing the same thing I've always done. I'm trying to look after everyone. Mm. And I reckon she's bad news. Yeah. And he ends up being pretty right. I think so. Um, so yeah, he's done. He's done. He's toasted. And yeah, it's the second that he starts actually kind of trying to crank some wheels himself. Like he's always been sort of in the background. Mm-hmm. Second he sticks his neck out, off it comes. Yeah. So he's done. Once again, a uh, little cut from the fire to another fire. It's Daenerys and Grey Worm in front of that little fire. Yep. Holding Miss Sandy's only possession, which is her old slave collar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they toss it in the fire as kind of like a, uh, I guess, fuck slavery is what yeah. they're saying. Or, or like it was she was holding on to that memory. Mm. Maybe we don't need to hold on to her. I don't know. Them burning that is kind of weird, I guess. I think <laughs> there's all this stuff with Graham in this episode of him basically going too far, right? He like, wants Fucking proper vengeance. He yes, he. I think this is him putting aside his feelings and his emotions and right. being like, "I'm about to go ham on these motherfuckers." Yeah, I can't. I, I've like m- the thing that I had that was making me human. Yeah, is gone. This yep. is a symbol of me releasing that. I reckon that's a good analysis. Because like, I'd listen to a podcast with your opinions. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll get to that when it happens as well. But I, th- that's what I think. Yep, I agree with that. Um, and down comes John. Mm. Uh, so both of them's kind of suspicious of of him. Grey Worm's like, do you want me to? I mean, uh, yeah, this fucking guy. Yeah, Daenerys is like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I need to talk to him to find out. She calls him something. Is that a, is that Grey Worm in Dothraki? I or think it that, must be. Yeah, right. Because she calls him a name that I've not noticed before. I don't yeah, know if it's not been said before. It might be from back when they met him. Yeah, right. So, um, the uh, yeah, she kind of explains to him that she reckons Sansa killed Varys, yeah. which is fucking a bit of a stretch. But, but I guess. It's the kind of stretch, and again, I like this. This is the kind of stretch that a evil supervillain will make, or just justifying like their own actions. Power hunger, like mm. really, she is has been told for years and years now that she is the the great hope for both continents mm. that they know about. That she is like this chosen one, almost. That's the way she's been treated yeah. for so long. That yeah, of course she believes it now. Yeah, and so she can do no wrong. If mm. if something goes wrong, it's because someone betrayed her. Yeah, and Sa- John betrayed her by telling Sansa exactly what she said would happen has happened. Yeah, the I I love the aspect of this though, where she's not wrong. So Daenerys is like, this happened because you told Sansa you betray- yeah. betrayed my trust, and that. Though that set off a you know a, uh, a Rube Goldberg machine, a domino effect yeah. that has led to this, and she's not wrong—a chain of events mm. that she tried to break. Mm. Ah. But like you understand, like she yeah. she's right. She she's, is. She's logically right, and it would it backs up her own feelings. But she would never accept that the ultimatum she made was too much. Yes, to not to not tell his fan. Like yeah, yeah. She was asking for him to betray himself mm. and yeah won't see that it's only a betrayal of her i guess like and the, the i think but you're the, right she's not like wrong. The, the 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 bad thing about the situation is like even if they all sat down around a table mm. and hashed this out 
it still probably would have gone badly because of all of their own personal motivations. A hundred percent. And that is what I like about this episode, that it is some of that stuff is back. That yes. was the Game of Thrones thing where it's like, fuck, this situation can't go well because mm. of all these strong personalities who are at loggerheads. Yes. Yeah. Which is a word that I've never understood <laughs> the meaning of or where it's from, but they're at loggerheads. They are. And... I think it's a place where everyone's very stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> We've had the same population for years because everyone refuses to leave. <laughs> and we won't let anyone in. Yeah. <laughs> um it's yeah, it's it's cool because it's people doing shit that is in character mm. and makes sense and it's is, the kind of stuff that real people do as well. 100% it's just like unavoidable tragedy that's yes. coming. Yeah. And I and I it's what the show it, the fact that we can have these conversations again, which I feel like there's been a bit of a gap of. Yep. Of being able to say here's what I think this character was thinking and why they were right but wrong. Mm. That's what I liked about this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um so she's looking for John to just like bend the proverbial knee. Again, she comes up and she's like, am I just your queen? He reaffirms that, like, I don't want this shit. Mm. I don't want to be the king. You're my queen. And she's like, is that all I am? And goes for a kiss. Yeah. And he pulls away. Now, why does he pull away in your opinion? It Like everything. The, right. I reckon her being his auntie is a one thing for him. I think that was the the thing that I thought. And I was like. I think that was the main thing last time. Right. When they were in that bedroom. Right, right, right. But it's still enough of a thing. It's like, it's yeah, you're his auntie. Why yeah. are you expecting this to go where you want it to go? Yes, but I think it is also that her being a little more conniving now mm. with him. He's a very principled person, yeah. you know? And like the only other woman he's ever been interested in was someone who was always honest. Sure. And even if it was like, you know, pretty crook. Mm. She, that's what he is yeah. and what he's attracted to and drawn to. Right. And I think he's starting maybe to see her because when he's talking to Varys, he doesn't go like, no, she's good. He says, she's my queen. Mm. You know? Yeah. He's, it's like, I'm, I said something and I have to stick with it because I said it and I'm honourable. People have stopped saying they believe in her and they're saying she's the queen. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. So I think it's kind of a mix of everything. He pulls away and she's like, all right then. Because she kind of says, no one in this fucking place gives a shit about me. Yeah. They love you. I've And so I wrote a little note here. I'm going to look it up. Yes. Um, ben is dumb. <laughs> now, what does that mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, uh, I was fittingly too slow to think of a good response. <laughs> <laughs> the way that she says the stuff about love mm-hmm. and it's either love or hate. It kind of implied to me... Love or fear. And I thought... Love or fear, sorry. Um, that love... That love in terms of people loving her and her being loved for her actions and stuff. Love and fear being so interchangeable almost suggested like the love that she was... Um, trying to draw out of people mm. was like weaponized. Was that she was using it right as a tool? Right. That it kind of said that like the way that she was thinking about it or speaking about it there was like I can either take this place with love or fear. Right. They don't love me, so I guess it's fear. Like that's what she says. All right, fear it is then. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. It's it's uh, again like she seems very like cold and logical. In certain ways, and for her, it's like I do these things to get love, yeah. love as a form of payment, or 
I do these things to get fear. But both of them, for her, need to lead to power. Yeah, love is a form of currency. That is totally... Because the way that she was, even with Drogo right at the start, where she's Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be in this, I don't want to be in this. Then she started going with it to try and get a little bit more of a position, like Mm -hmm. to get it over on Viserys at first. But then like the, the way that she's been building that, I think that she does have genuine empathy for a lot of the people who she's helped. Yeah. But she's after... She's after conquest. I think so, yeah. I don't think um, what's happening now invalidates her early stuff because I think she was doing it for the right reasons then. Yeah. But I think that the method, again, because of the context changing, takes on a a different sort of feel. And I think she would have turned earlier if she'd have had to. Right. But she didn't at that point. Yeah. Because she says to Tyrion in the next scene, they're sitting in the big throne room. And I thought it was interesting, like, the way... She's sitting on the throne now. She's mm. sitting on this big throne. That when she got there, she bl- breezed past. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't interested. Yep. And now she's fucking sitting on it. She's got her arm out. Yeah. She's really adopting it. And so um, the da da da. Sorry, I'm reading and trying to talk at the same time. And guess what? Mm. Not easy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tyrion's trying to tell her again. Like, do not fucking hurt everyone. Yeah. If you burn this place, heaps of innocent people die. And she's kind of like, yeah. 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 So, like, he's saying, well, in Marine, you didn't do it. And she's like, they gave up straight away. Mm. The people there rose up. Mm. They did it. And that was the bit that said to me, like, yeah, if she'd have had to, she'd have done it earlier. Right. She wanted to do it earlier. She kept getting talked down from it. Totally. Totally. Like, it's not a character change for something that she's been saying she wants to do for <laughs> ages. Yes. Happening. Totally. Um, no, completely. She said it about this exact situation. In multiple episodes. And again, she was right. Mm. She fucked the shit out of that place with one dragon. If she'd have had the three, heaps fewer of her people that she cared about would have died. Yeah. Zero of them, probably. Yep. Yep. And she would have gotten what she wanted, which was the throne, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, again, she was kind of right for what she wanted to do. And I don't think all the mad queen thing. I don't think she's gone crazy or anything. I think she's just brutal. Yep. She's one of those... Um, fucking hard bastards that Bron was talking about in the last episode. Right. You yes. know what I mean? Yep. yep. That's what I reckon. I think, yeah, that's a really good point. She, she still wins. Yeah. She still is correct. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. It, she is being a lot more violent than is nice, mm. but she isn't interested in being nice. And she says as well here that... Um, so the mercy stuff? Yeah. yeah. So he's like, have some mercy. And she's like, that's exactly what I'm doing. I am saving generations of people from tyrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think that my, our mercy is our weakness. It's not. It's our strength. Yeah. This sacrifice means future peace. The same thing Tyrion says of like, well, if I die to save a few people, yeah, good trade. She thinks the same thing in her own kind of uh, more grandiose, mm. a little more me-focused way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she tells Grey Worm, go head outside the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tyrion gives her the thing of like, Hey, can you ring the bells, please? Yeah. If the bells ring, that means they've given up. You win. Yeah. Just for God's sake, please. Yeah. And then as Tyrion's leaving, she tells him, Jamie's been caught. He was trying to get back to Cersei. And he's like, that dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That uh, yeah, totally. It's an interesting wrinkle in that. In what happens there. Um, and it's good that it gives us the Tyrion and Jamie scene yeah. in a minute. But yeah. um, And then she tells him very firmly, hey, if you fuck up again, it's your ass buster. Yeah. 
not not I'm not saying ass buster <laughs> yeah. as one word, yeah. which is the world's best type of dildo. Mm-hmm. It's called the ass buster. That's right, yeah. And it's got Bill, Mur- Bill Murray from his Ghostbusters costume <laughs> on the end of it. It looks like a dust buster, yeah. but it does something else. And they've used every type of buster. It's got Buster Keaton's face on it. <laughs> the second Buster Keaton reference for some reason. Uh, buster Bunny from uh, Tiny Toon Adventures is, yep. is uh, also on it. Buster Rhymes mm. plays as you put it in you, the song plays. Yep. And it's like those old lollipops that you bit on with your teeth and it played music in your head. Oh, yeah. Do you remember them? Yes. But with your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking sick idea That's an incredible invention Playing some music But it, it vibrates your body In the correct way Once you shove it in your butt Yeah Cool yeah. Well I wish... I'm going to cut that part Out of the podcast yeah. <laughs> I'm going to invent that somehow <laughs> And then sell it uh, So yeah That's That bit They yep. um, Are over At King's Landing now quite quickly. Yep. They've managed to land a whole bunch of troops right on the beach, even though yeah. Euron and everyone are kind of in that bay. Again. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of silly if you think about it too much. I mean, yeah. It's like, well, the troops were like coming from the north, so they walked there. Those ones make sense, but there's that whole camp down on the beach, and John, like, oh, yeah, or Tyr- John and Tyrion both row a little boat up there. Yeah. So it, it like bits and pieces like that are a little done more in favor of the plot than they might have been done mm. earlier on. You yeah. know, yeah. things that like that are ignored when it's convenient. I think Euron's fleet in particular coming up is yeah. This these are things where it's like okay, we could explain that. Maybe it'd even be a cool episode to be like, how did they get there? Yeah. What happens? Who dies? Who lives? But if that's not contributing to the ending of the show which is what we're dealing with now, yeah. we can't do it. Totally, yeah. It is it is moving in with a different rhythm than it has done in the past, and that is a little jarring mm. at times. Yeah. But it's ultimately in service of some stuff that is probably worth it. Some shit started beeping in your room. <laughs> R2-D2 disagreed with me. <laughs> uh, so he... Um, Tyrion, yeah, goes over to the, uh, he goes over to Davos first. He's like, "You're a good smuggler, hey." Oh yeah, and Davos is like, "Yes, we've said that enough." <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my two character things. I'm a smuggle, and I got few fingers, mm. Mm. half fingers, and I'm good at smuggling. Yeah. Once again, I used to have a thing with uh, a daughter and learning to read, but that storyline has finished. Yes, she's. Dead. She's dead. She burned, and I found a little horse, which made me sad, mm. which we wouldn't use a second time in the show. A burnt <laughs> little horse making someone sad. That'd be mm, ridiculous. Yes. Read um, my lips. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Tyrion goes over to um, where Jamie's being held. I completely forgot, uh, by the way, the Davos smuggling stuff. So Davos smuggles Jamie out. No, Dav- Davos smuggled the boat to the beach. Right. That Jamie was going to use. Right. Because he okay. sees that little dinghy. Yes. Okay, yeah, right. Um so I was like, what? That seems like a big thing for Davos to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no he just, yeah. he smuggled a boat over there just that night. Okay. Yeah, right. Because he never sleeps the night before a battle anyway. Mm, so he had to fill his time. He's pacing somewhere. around. Um and yeah, so he goes over to where uh, there's some unsullied guarding Jamie. Mm. Has a funny little misquoting a uh, translation book thing Oh uh, yeah Yeah he A classic like, joke Can I eat a skull Or whatever yeah. By the like, power we, of grey skull And they're we, like You dork <laughs> We speak English Yeah um, Gets inside And has a lovely little Final scene with Jamie Yeah yeah 
He lets him out um, under the promise that he will try and fucking get Cersei to cool it. Yeah. Just surrender, you idiot. Mm-hmm. That you're obviously going to lose. He's like, I don't know. Some t- she people have underestimated before. Yeah, he weirdly is like, I think she could still win, and maybe that's part of why I'm going to her. Yeah, and Tyrion very correctly is like the Golden Company and Euron's fleet will now, for some reason, be completely meaningless mm. after mm. having been built up quite a lot. Yep. That guy who we introduced, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's fuck got, him in the back with a spear. He's nothing but a, he's a nice haircut and a white horse. Yep. Fuck that guy. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, Jamie gives his word that he will try and get Cersei to surrender and everything, mm-hmm. but then also get out with her. And uh, sail off to, and at least fly off to Pentos. <laughs> sail away. Start a new life. Beautiful dream. Yes. How nice it would have been. Mm. But um, And for those tortured bad guys who have a sudden change of heart at the end, they always get away. They never die right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Tyrion, before they, he unlocks him and he says, like, by the way, I'd have fucking died as a kid if it weren't for you. You were the only friend I had for yep. so, such a long time. Thank you for everything. Ain't you great? And mm. Jamie's like, hey, fine. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> but that, yeah, they have a very nice little farewell. That mm. got me a little choked the first time I watched it. Yeah. I was it's, like, it's really nice. I love it when brothers bond. <laughs> yeah. I love some bonding brothers. It's, it's also like, and I completely agree, very touching, really liked it. That scene also kind of lays out for you, like, these Lannisters, uh, they're kind of just fucked to the end, right? Like, they mm. b- they believe in each other, they believe they're good or they're right or they're trying to do the best, but it's like, man, you're trying to save Cersei? You're yeah. trying to, like, uh, scavenge this little bit of goodness out of the worst person in the world, someone who corrupted you and ruined your family? Like... It's the way they've uh, always been, though, is family first. Even mm. Tyrion's always been like that. Totally. I think that's part of it as well. Tyrion having this genuine, you know, beautiful moment with his brother. It's like, but you're, you're, you're bad. And they're always just trying. I mean, Cersei actually hates Tyrion. Yeah. But everyone else was always trying to just kind of do the best by each other. Mm. And Tyrion never hated Cersei. That, oh, it kind of did. But, like, he, wanted he, her to fucking cool it mm, forever. Mm, that's totally. kind of it. And that's what he's doing again. I think the stuff with with Tywin and him, it's like he was, he was like, "This is such a shame. Why couldn't you be nice to me? Yeah, then everything would be fine. Why couldn't you just treat me like a normal person? Yeah, I regret that it has to end like this. Totally, those yeah, exactly. Were like his last words to him were just like, "You were a dick forever, mm. and I only wanted you to be a dad." Yeah, I think yeah. That's the last thing. Literally, that he says. I'm pretty sure it was written exactly like that. I needed a dad, not a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And at this point, it's unclear why Jamie is trying to reach Cersei Mm. still. Like Mm -hmm. he said, because I love her still and I'm fucking sucked into this toxic relationship. Yes. But, and like, yeah, we'll get that'll obviously come up again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the next morning, the morning of the fight. Yep. the King's Landing people, they're all trying to hide still. They're all setting up for battle. Yes. Uh, Arya, uh, Arya. <laughs> Pardon? Arya and the Hound have gotten in. Yes. They're both heading up. Oh, yeah, because they go past that guard yeah. the night before, and they're like, we're going to kill Cersei. And he's like, um, i got to ask my manager. Oh, Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> uh, and they get through. Yeah. 
the doors before they're all shutting them. Jamie mm. doesn't make it through. Here's the other one in there. Yep. So it's kind of setting up all these different bits where like John's out the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aria and the Hound and Jamie are all inside. Mm-hmm. Aria and the Hound get properly in. Euron's out on the bay just sitting, watching the tide roll in mm. or away. Mm. I don't remember the lyrics to that song. I'm Blue Watch. by Eiffel number 65. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Ari and the Hound going up to kill him. And Jamie trying to find his way to Cersei. At one point on his way up there, at some point during this, he like picks up a sword. Yeah. And there is still a bit of you that is like, is he going to kill Cersei? Mm, mm. Um, I love that I didn't know what was going to happen there. Same. I didn't know, like, based on his character... And based on what needs needs to happen, you know what people want him to do. Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. No, totally. Because yeah, the part of you that's like, here is the heroic thing to do mm. is kill your fucking ship for the world sister. Yeah, I will get more to this. I love that he doesn't. Mm. I thought that went in a really cool way. Yeah, yeah, in an yeah. interesting way. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, heaps of chaos inside the streets. Everyone's getting scared. About 80 shots of people closing windows. Yep. <laughs> so many people going, dunk, yep. shutting windows. Well, that'll stop the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't stop the fire. <laughs> um, and, yeah, outside, the Golden Company's all there, yep. ready to fight. It's looking very impressive. They do. I see why they call them the Golden Company. Mm. Um. Tyrion tells John again, like, if those bells ring, the fat ladies sing. <laughs> yes. That's the easy mnemonic you can use <laughs> to remember it. When you hear the bells are dinging, mm. your swords can stop a swinging. Oh, very nice. If the bells get rung, then the battle's done. Well, that one wasn't quite as good. <laughs> if you see the bells rocking. Yeah. Don't. Don't stop. Don't start a knocking heads. Okay. Just remember that I think the second one was good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, if the bells ring, fucking cut it yeah. out. Um, You've won. Take some prisoners. Yeah. Chill out. You've won. And John's in his like cool battle mode. He's like, whatever. And he's getting ready to look serious and <laughs> mm-hmm. start swinging swords. Yeah, be a kill. hero. Be a real hero. Whenever he fights, he looks cool. That's true. And he wins every battle easily. Sure. There's a couple where people are like running up to him and he just like literally there's a guy charging at him with his sword up in the air and John goes, uh. Yeah. And swings a little bit yeah. and that guy is just dead as shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the battle's about to happen. Mm. Uh, Euron's out back in the bay. His fleet's there. Scorpions are plenty. Heaps. They've got so many of them. Yeah. And we saw how effective just a few were against totally. killing that other dragon. Totally, yeah. I forgot, set with a whole fleet, mm. with the walls lined with scorpions. Yeah. Cersei's one dragon, uh, Daenerys's one dragon does not stand a chance. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be able to swoop around and suddenly be able to dodge incredibly well <laughs> and just beat all of them as though they shouldn't have set it up in the first place. <laughs> It is a bit weird that like all that the 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 way that Euron's fleet and the Golden Company are about to be fucked mm-hmm. is a little weird. Um, I bought it. I bought yeah. it. I don't know why. I think it's because it's like it it feels like Daenerys is like off the hook. She's yeah. let go of any anything restricting her, anything stopping her from being 
as devastating as possible. Sure. Like the dragon is going as fast as a fucking shooting star. Like it is going fast. <laughs> that big like comet's tail behind yeah, it that yeah. they CGI'd in. It's like when Goku flies <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> flies in. It's like it's a stream of bloody dust after him. Daenerys has gone even blonder, mm. turned Super Saiyan. Mm. And she is super sane to everyone. I'm the queen. I'm the queen and you're going to die. Uh, yeah, she she comes in and she absolutely fucks every single thing up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I loved, like, you're on, not manning the uh, thingo and, and pointing at the dragon <laughs> yeah. as though that's not what they were going to yeah. shoot at. Yeah. He keeps pointing at it like, shoot the dragon, idiot. Fire! <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird to me. Yeah. That he kept doing that, but yeah, she she turn fucks. around at one point. He says, <laughs> "Yeah, like, like yeah, okay, yeah, I, yeah, I know it's behind us now. Oh, I was gonna shoot the wall, <laughs> asshole! You're on, you're crazy and pointless." <laughs> uh, so yeah, she she fucks up the the ships. She fucks up the battlements. Yep, the Golden Company get destroyed. Yeah, very fucking quickly. Like I wrote down battle time, and then very quickly after I wrote, it's done in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit dumb. Yeah. Uh, and them, the Golden Company being this sort of threat that essentially never happens mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, a little boring, I guess. Like, it's not boring because Daenerys fucking them up is kind of... It's the first step in what becomes a horrific slaughter. Yeah. And it is effective. And I think, like I said, it's like she has cast off any restrictions and is just going hell for leather. Totally. And I guess that's what she was saying this whole time. It's like, my dragons are strong as shit. Yeah. If I use them, everyone dies. Yes. Yeah. And I guess they they, they did do that. Yeah. Uh, Strickland was his name. That's right. He's dead as hell. Yeah. Uh, Cersei's watching from up the top of the Red Keep and um, Kyburn comes in and he's like, mm. so all those scorpions that I invented, mm. they are not... That good. Yeah. It turns out when you burn them to pieces, they don't actually work. I shouldn't have made them flammable. Yes. That wasn't uh, that wasn't a good decision. Yeah. All the ones on the battlements are completely gone. Everything's gone. Yeah. So she's like, well, <laughs> Euron's in the base, so uh, yeah. it's fine. He's still got like 50 of them <laughs> Yeah, there, she so. keeps saying like, well, all we need is one good shot. He's like, nah, no shots left. Yeah, zero shots. Like, oh, What about the, the secondary shot? The secondary shots are also gone. No. Yeah. What about archers? Do we have any archers? No, for some reason, mm. I don't think a single arrow moves. No, yeah, you're right. In this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and yeah, like you said, Euron's in the bay. Mm. Can he mm. do it? No, he just pointed and then fell off his ship. Yeah, and, and then the ship exploded. Yeah, and everyone died. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I assume he's dead too, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll wait in this uh, definitely not crumbly building. Mm. Okay, the dragons just started to burn it down. Huh? <laughs> So the city gate is destroyed. Yeah, full on blows blows up from the inside out. Yeah. That was cool. All of this stuff at the start with her with Daenerys fucking everyone up. Yeah, getting the armies, the unsullied and the the northern armies. Then all those guys are there. The Dothraki charging. Yeah. It's like, wow, they're gonna win. This is really effective. A sort of confusing number of them because I know they said in the last episode that like half of them were left, but in yeah. that fight. At Winterfell, it did look like they all died. That's true. The Dothraki, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. But they're still around. Yeah. Um, so this is like, wow, the quote-unquote good guys are winning. Yeah, they're doing it in a extremely bloodthirsty and effective way. But I guess this is 
good. As long as you're just killing Lannister soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And hey, like I haven't seen any civilians die yet, so maybe everything's going to be fine. Nope. So, um, yeah, jo- John, Davos, Grey Worm, all of them, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of Northmen and whatever come through the gates. Uh, there's sort of a bottleneck mm-hmm. where they meet a whole bunch of Lannister soldiers and all of those soldiers take a look around. And they're like, "Well, this is stupid," and they start dropping their swords. Yeah, they are hearing explosions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, this must be the first time that. Oh no, Cersei blew up the church. Yeah, this is the second time they've ever heard an explosion. Yes, a battle bay, Blackwater Bay. Blackwater Bay. Yeah. So they, they, but you don't get. Well, I don't hear a lot of explosions. I suppose. I don't. In yeah. real life, I don't probably have never heard one in real life. Car. Backfiring That's an explosion <laughs> But it's not After I eat Taco oh, Bell You hear okay. a couple of explosions After you eat a bloody Taco okay. Bell Don't you The way Americans talk about Taco Bell You'd think none of them would eat it Yeah It yeah. seems to give you like Dysentery <laughs> Yeah Explosive diarrhea We're getting it over here soon Apparently So Excellent I'm excited <laughs> I'm sick of my bowels <laughs> You'll hear two explosions one when I fart, and two when I if my fart hits the ground. Now I'm sure that that's a reference, <laughs> so I automatically love it. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Lannisters drop all their swords, and there's kind. Of, oh, the music, by the way, great. All the sort of the, oh, it's the way it's shot, the music, all of that is really good. Really, really well shot, specifically. Um, and yeah, the music. It's sort of this really dum, low dum, synth dum, for the dum, start. Dum. Yeah, it's great. A little bit of the um, sort of theme that we got at the end of the sixth season Mm. where before Cersei blew up part of the city. Right. A little bit of that coming back. Right. The city blowing up theme makes a return. Yeah. But yeah, there's sort of this tense standoff. No one's really fighting anymore. Everyone's waiting. People start yelling, ring the bells, which is sort of weird. Yeah. How do they know that that's the surrender sign? Also, how do the civilians know it's time to give up? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know who, where this comes from. It's kind of effective as, like, a seeing this quiet city with everyone, like, this big tense standoff. Mm-hmm. People yell and ring the bells, let us be saved. But Is it after the first guard captain guy throws his sword down, maybe? Maybe someone is he like, oh, we'll give it up. down, everyone else throws their down. Like, they're all kind of ready for, like, and it's obvious. Like, if you saw that mm. and the dragon fucking everything up, you'd be like, hey, surrender. Yeah. I just don't know how they know that the bell's ringing is that. Right. Maybe it's like a King's Landing thing that I everyone knows. I think it knows. is. I think it's a King's Landing thing. Right. And so that it's like sense. some someone, yeah. So like it, it's like a yeah, like a, a woman and then a guy and it's like a bunch of people just like, please give up. Imagine having a voice loud enough that the entire city could hear it. I did think that as well of like, oh, they're all, how do they all know now that they've surrendered? Yeah. But uh, they ring the bells. I guess that's it. That's, you know. They start ringing the bells and uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of shots of everyone looking around and... and then Tyrion looks over to Daenerys and the dragon and starts going like, oh, fuck with mm, I hope that she gives, like, lets him give up. And she, uh, again, Amelia Clark, last few episodes, great shit from her. Yeah, yep. I, looking angry and vengeful. I don't think like Mad Queen. I just think like, I, I don't. See, I know a lot of people have seen a turn in her that they didn't feel was justified. Right. I think it's a next step in her, like a progression that's happened and sort of it's her personality. Like we were saying before, Mm -hmm. she hasn't been that far away from this from pretty much the whole show. I think that she has crossed a line that everyone is starting to see. Um but I think that it like like you said, it crossing that line was the final step or, you know, 
another step yeah. in a path that she's been walking since episode one. Totally. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying like, it doesn't matter that she does this. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, I, but like, if people are like, because I think that she's turned, but in the, in, what, in the way that I said of like, she's just crossed a line. Right. She's she was always walking towards. It's yes. not so much yeah. a turn. It's, it's a, yeah. And it's yeah. a line that's crossed, but I can see how she isn't invested in the well-being of the people of King's Landing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and actively hates them. Yeah. Because they don't love her. Yeah. And I don't think that that's like a sort of twee reason to, to mm. hate. The, I think that she is so, has her whole life kind of, I mean, Viserys was saying it about himself, but I think a lot of it rubbed off on her, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. that this is their birthright. This is where she's meant to be. The people here are meant to love her when she gets back. People right. have told her that. Yeah. Jorah told her that shit. Yeah. Like, when you get back there, they'll be like, fuck yes, it's Daenerys. Yes. And they don't give a shit. Yep. They actively like someone else more. Mm. They love Jon. Yes. She's being Jorahed. Yeah. By the population. By the population <laughs> yeah. loving Jon mm-hmm. rather than her. I think as much that, which is definitely true, there's also the thing of, like, this is... All whether or not I've wanted it, this has always been my only purpose in life. Yeah, all I've ever had to work towards has been getting the Iron Throne. Whether it was getting it back with my brother for our family, yeah, or now for myself, this is all I've got. I don't know what else to do. And there was, a, you know, a part of uh, there was a point in time where it was for the people and whatever. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't fucking know these people. I don't think she likes them very much. Mm. I think, like, the same way that Cersei and Jamie and she have been saying, we don't give a shit about the people. Yeah. I think she's on kind of a similar page. I mean, the fact that she has said, I'm willing to sacrifice all of these people here in this city is a literal (laughs) representation of that. Totally. They're the wheel to her now. She wants to fucking break it and start again. She doesn't give a shit about... And, like, she's been told by Tyrion as well, like, the second these people see that Cersei is fucked, they all drop their loyalty to her. Like, so I don't know if she has much respect right. for this place, mm-hmm. for these people. And she's out for fucking blood. She hates what Cersei did to her. She hates what these people have done to her. Mm-hmm. She's just fucking probably sick of the whole thing. Yeah. She wanted to storm this place from day one. She wanted to go over from Essos earlier than anyone would let her as well. Yeah. She's been like, this has, she's been put off from this for so long. And she just fucking. Tears the place apart. Yeah. And I can, I don't think it's a leap. I agree. It's a step. Yeah. But it's not a leap. I agree. I totally agree. One small step for Daenerys. Mm. One giant smile from me watching this episode play out Mm. in a real, like, I think the way that this whole, uh, other than one shot, which we'll get to, Mm -hmm. or maybe a couple, (laughs) it's, it's, it's done quite well. So this point of the episode, I'm liking it. I'm not fully on board. Yeah. And then everything that happens from basically now on, I'm loving. Cool. Uh, give me two seconds here. Notes. Yeah, I'm just looking at some notes. So, um, yeah, they she tears up just like a random part of the city. Yep. Goes and just absolutely dragons it. Yes. And Grey Worm kind of takes that as a let's keep going. Yeah fucking throws his spear real coolly into the chest of the guy who dropped his sword. Mm-hmm. All the Northmen, pretty much everyone starts going like, yeah, fair, fine with me. Yeah, the battle's not over yet. We hate the fucking Lannisters. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yep. And John is stunned. He is, he's just like, oh, fuck, no. This is, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. Yeah. I was, I should have, I should have, I don't know. 
what can I have done? <laughs> I'm kind of fucked he here. He is shell-shocked. Yeah. And he starts yelling at his men like, fucking cut it out. Stop what are you it. doing? Turn around. Yeah. You do not need to do... Hold. Grey Worm notices that too. Yeah. He gives a very pointed look at John like, you little fuckhead. Yeah. I knew it about you. Mm-hmm. That you are you don't want to kill people for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were like that. Yeah. You should have thrown away your, your humanity like I did symbolically earlier. Yeah. Let's fucking kill some people. Yeah. So uh, the battle starts kicking off again, and it's 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 important, I think, to note that it's their humanity towards this group who they do see as other. Yes, the fact that they are these sort of foreign invaders mm-hmm. there, I think, is pretty meaningful. Yeah. So they start attacking. Uh, my note for here for this is attacking a surrendering surrendering army? Question mark. I think that breaches the Geneva Convention. Oh, right? this is like, straight up war crimes happening here. Yeah. So I wrote that, and then I wrote. You're on the bad side. <laughs> yeah. I saw, you know, that Mitchell and Webb sketch where they're like the Nazis and like, are we the baddies? Yep. I saw someone do that with John's face. Yeah, right. So, and it's that. Yeah, totally. They yeah. are absolutely fucking these innocent people over. Yep. It would suck to live in King's Landing. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't seem like the worst place. Oof. Just so much bad shit happens there. Mm. Um, but the- same with every other city in this world. Yeah. Like, it, there's nowhere that's safe. No. you got to... Uh, north of the wall. Yes. They now. seem to have it okay up there. Now that we've gotten to know it... Yep. Chile, so is Canada. Sh- yeah. Mm. I, I, I assume, having never been there, but I hear it's cold. <laughs> I hear it's cold. They've legalized weed north of the wall. Did you know oh, that? Oh, yeah. Dude, they've It's got always 420 degrees. That hunky prime minister north of the wall. <laughs> oh, you yeah. ever seen that guy? He mm. can speak French. Mm. I mean, he's like selling off all of their... Natural resources oh, to like Russia or something. So hot. Yeah, his climate change policies are not good, from what I hear. He's probably got a great hog. <laughs> uh, Jamie has. So he's grabbed that sword by now. He's yep. c- trying to find an alternate way because they've shut the doors on him. He couldn't get the guard's attention with his hand. Yeah. Um, trying to find another way around. Uh, makes his way down to that beach. Sees the boat. He's like, okay. Yeah, I'll go in the other, the reverse way. That's, yeah, that's smart. Oh, and there's some good, like, cutting between different scenes with relevant kind of momentum or action here. Mm. Like the bit where, you know, you see Daenerys fuck up one of the towers or something and some of the rubble falls behind Jamie, Or like when mm. um, later on with the Hound and Arya being beaten up at the same time, cutting yeah. between that. Yep. Euron looking up at the sky in a second and then it being a different sky and the dragon. Well, same sky. Yeah, yeah. The one sky of the whole world. I think specifically in comparison to The Long Night, this is directed so well. It's very coherent. Yeah. And it, it, it makes all of the stuff that's happening way more tense. You really feel like this is a fucked up real situation that it puts you in the middle of. Yeah, like when they start fucking up the soldiers down below, that's the most violent shit that's happened in this show. God, isn't it just? You really see some fucking heads explode and shoulders and rib cages getting burst open. And ugh. Yeah, the guy who gets chopped and his hands get chopped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't care where you're from, <laughs> that's got to hurt. <laughs> so, <laughs> the funniest line to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fucking super violent and so justified for it to be that way. Like, this is the time to go nuts with the violence. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is when you, like John, realize I've picked the wrong team. Yeah. And I, don't I, think, th- I don't think there was a, ro- a right team, unfortunately, I either. I th- think that might be part of the reaction to Daenerys's right. thing here is that she's been the heroine of the show for mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. for this long. And I think that the character going in this direction makes a lot of sense. But yeah, it's probably painful. Mm. 
to if you're totally on board with Daenerys being this righteous queen, her doing this, it's hard to take. It's like after Obama got voted in and then he did a bunch of drone strikes. Yeah. What do you do then? Mm. Mm. If people had been like forced to watch that every day on some kind of TV show, you'd think they would have a similar reaction to this of like, oh, that's hard to take. Mm. I guess people don't watch the news anymore. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's down on the beach, Jamie. He's walking up, and Euron fucking once again pops out of nowhere. Co- very, a good coincidence, all right? Euron, yeah. Euron coincidence is my it, note for this. Euron's thing for this whole show has been popping up out of nowhere. That's yeah. how you first see him on yep. that fucking bridge. Yeah. He jumps down on that big fucking uh, claw thing at the front oh, of the boat. Yep. The last episode, beating up the dragon. Mm-hmm. He keeps popping up, mm-hmm. uh, and he does it again. He's like, uh, Jamie. Uh, well, I want to fight. We've got slight beef. Yeah. Want to fight for some reason? They don't really, like... They didn't get along Yeah, when he met, when they met that one time. But, like, in a way of, like, Jamie never really paid him much mind. Euron just yeah. wanted to taunt him all the time. But Euron's, like, a rabid dog. I, mm. He's he's the Joker of Game of Thrones. Oh, God. That he's cool. <laughs> um, He kind of is... He's oh. this pointlessly over-the-top evil guy who just revels in pain. Oh. He's the Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, sure. I think of this show. I think Ramsey Bolton was the, the Joker, where Joker. there's absolutely no way to think he's cool. Yeah. Like he's the Joker done realistically, I guess. Right. You know, he's like... the um, fucking Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Right. Probably. Right. Probably. Yeah. And then Euron's the um, Jared Leto Joker. Yep. Uh. Who's the Heath Ledger Joker, like, scheming and plotting? Roose Bolton? Yeah, maybe. 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 He did a couple of schemes. Uh, Joffrey, maybe? Maybe Joffrey. No, he's, like, oh, just... He's the he's, original. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the Cesar Romero Joker. The makeup over my yeah. mustache Joker. Yeah. Um, Walder Frey is the Jack Nicholson Joker. Ooh, yeah. Just kind of old and gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, if Tywin was younger, maybe he would be the Heath Ledger Joker. Yep. Yeah. Um... And is there any character who's just a voice that can be the Mark Hamill Joker? Uh, who's the Mark Hamill Joker? Just a voice. Um, Bran? Yeah. He's, no. I don't why think why would is. I have said Bran? <laughs> <laughs> I was just, he hears voices. Yeah. There's okay. no Mark Hamill Joker. That's what I reckon. He's the best one. No one comes close. <laughs> Incomparable. <laughs> Anyway, the incomparable Mark Hamill's Joker. Here comes the Joker. Euron and uh, um, Jamie have a fight. Mm-hmm. Euron's like, if you kill two kings, and I'm I'm a king, yeah. I think of myself now. Yeah, because I fucked your sister. <laughs> yeah, and that's what sets him off. He's yeah. ready to walk away. Yeah. But um, yeah, they have a fight down on the beach. Pretty, not like shit, but not that interesting. Well, because with, especially comparing it to like the whole show building up to the Hound and the Mountain fighting. Mm-hmm. It, you are kind of like, oh, I guess they just needed to kill off Euron. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, he stabs Jamie a couple times and eventually Jamie stabs him and he's like, I killed the Kingslayer though, I got you. Mm. He's like that little fucking shitty kid who's like, no, but I got you as well. Yeah, yeah. I also got you. I got you and I said no take backsies, so I actually win even though you kicked me in the balls and you're walking away. I fucked your mom. I fucked your <laughs> sister. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they have a fight. kind of, yeah. Jamie gets stabbed a bit. Yeah, Euron gets stabbed too, and it's it, like, you know, it's fine. I that, think that Jamie twisting the knife 
into Euron is probably satisfying for yeah. a lot of people who hate Euron. And Euron's kind of attitude is fun to watch still. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, Arya and uh, the Hound have made their way to that like big map that Cersei had painted. Yes. Yep. And they're gonna go up, and the Hound's like, "Hey, look." You should leave. Yeah. This is stupid. You're just after revenge here. Revenge is dumb. Look at me. I'm all about revenge and I'm fucked. Now, when you take that as dot points, great. It perfectly uh, uses the Hound's life uh, as motivation for Arya. And Arya and the Hound's relationship is sort of a, you know, tutor Mm -hmm. pupil thing. Mm -hmm. Mentor, mentee. Yes. Mentos. (laughs) Uh, it's just this is that's probably something that I thought was rushed in the moment. Right. I felt like it lacked a little of the emotional weight that it could have had because it's yeah. just like, "Hello, I'm saying the end of this storyline now." Bye. If this show had been done at the pace of the previous seasons, we'd have seen their horse trip. Yeah, and they'd have had some talk about it on yeah. the way. Yeah, there'd be a callback line. It'd be yeah. a little bit more satisfying, maybe. But she calls him Sandor. And she says thank you. She says thank you, which I thought was a little bit lame. I think that's the lamest thing you can have a character say to another character before they leave. Right. Thank you. You got to, like, especially for her, like, I don't know, that, that thank you, it's such a small quibble, but I, I find it yeah. a little bit... Um, Saccharin or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I agree. Again, the whole thing was done a little bit uh, yeah. underwhelmingly. I think maybe she could have just listened to his advice and walked away and that would have been enough for him. Or like Sandor, catch, and throws him the sword. Hey, kid, catch. Something a little less generic. No, I don't know. Like um, like Sandor, you go get him, Tiger. (laughs) Like, Like, don't die, you know. Or like, I don't know. Because he wants to die. (laughs) Or even just Sandor, and then she can't say, you know, I don't know, thank thank you's fine. Thank you's fine. It's, It's okay. Yeah. I'm sure that it, like what we just did is probably exactly how the writing happened. Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck, well, we got a clock off for today, so that's yeah, what we're take, doing. We got to go write Star Wars soon." <laughs> Which you can feel a little bit of that with how this season's with gone. that knowledge. The real life is yeah. moving on for everyone, and yeah. they want to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Which, fair enough, I can't begrudge anybody for living their life. Yeah, for God's sake, get out there and smell the bloody roses. Hey, Adam, thank uh, you. <laughs> oh my God, it's actually really affecting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the general, I I think I agree with you. The general sort of gist of that brings their sort of thing nicely to mm-hmm. close. Um, Kyburn and Cersei in the mountain and some other fucking Kingsguard, Queensguard, uh, coming down the stairs. Yep. Gets all fucked up. The mountain sort of shields them. Here's the hound. He comes, stands in front of him. He's like, hello, your grace. He says sarcastically, yes. which I like. I Let's like- uh, walk past sarcastically calling a monarch your majesty or your grace or something. Mm. One of the coolest fucking pieces of shit you can do. Absolutely. I love that. I'd love to meet the queen one day and go, g'day, bitch. (laughs) Well, that's not the same thing at all. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's it. G'day, bitch. Your majesty. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you'd say it like Jim Carrey would say it, or like Ace Ventura is what I tend to mean when I say Jim Carrey. (laughs) Your your majesty. Uh, Your (laughs) majesty. Um, he deals with those other guards pretty quickly. Mm. And then he's like, I'm here to kill him, obviously. So, uh, so he's like, no, don't do it, man. You need to protect me. And he's like, uh, zombie fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. He gives her big old zombie fuck off eyes. 
Guyburn's like, hey, you obey you obey your queen. Mm. Listen, Frankenstein's monster, you better not rebel against me now. <laughs> and then he smashes him against the wall. He rebels him square into a rock. Yeah, really satisfying, I found. Yeah, like kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just, uh, yeah, a good quick ending for that douchebag. Yeah. Um, and then it's time for something I like to call Sandor Gregor fight. <laughs> Nice. That's yeah. actually pretty catchy. I make yeah. it more sports themed. Okay. Like uh, the World Series Sandor Gregor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like the Hound v. the Mountain. Tonight only. Yes. Uh, yeah. U- UFC and it's... De- Whoa. <laughs> Man, I wonder how many podcasts... Are ruined by Siri? <laughs> are ruined by Siri piping up in the middle of nowhere. Um. And it's so yeah, Clegane Bowl. Oh, you said it. I said it. Fuck. I we need to get that um, SEO. Oh yes, sure. Search engine optimization. Mm. Is that what it stands for? Um, Must be. Uh, seven. <laughs> the uh, en- se- nah. <laughs> ending <laughs> orgasms. Okay, <laughs> better than a beginning orgasm. Yeah. The um. Yeah, it's people have been talking about it for ages. Clegane Bowl, it's been known as on the internet. Yes. Sandor versus Gregor. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a shot here that I thought was lame as hell. Ooh, which one? Shot from underneath of the two of them looking at each other and the dragon flying past the crack in the wind or like in the roof being gone. I don't even remember that. It just, it was like a bit much. Right. It it was it looked like the kind of shot where you go like, oh, that's epic. You know what right. I mean? It was just There's a, a couple of quote unquote epic shots in this episode. And I found that a little like, because mm. it, it's it's not that big of a deal, but I've, that stuff like that, that's like a little hokey or a little like, Right, you know what I mean, like the lightning bolt between them mm-hmm. type of moment. But they have that, and um, Cersei just kind of walks past him, a little uh, gingerly, mm-hmm. and yeah, they have a big fight. Yep, uh, the Hound knocks Sand uh, the Mountain's helmet off. We see the big proper zombie face yeah. finally, and I did like the thing of him going like, "Yep, that's what you've always been." Yeah, I like that. You are. A zombie. I've, <laughs> I've always thought of you <laughs> as a zombie. As a, yeah, as being resurrected from the dead to do your master's bidding. <laughs> so yeah, they have a big fight. They have a big fight. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's not much else to say about it. Like, I mean, the mountain never really had a fucking personality. We kind of know yeah. that he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he, he goes around killing people in villages and stuff. Yeah. He fucked up at the hound's face. like And the Oberyn thing. Yeah, he cut a horse's head off in season one. Like, he's a bad dude. He's a piece of shit, yeah. but I don't feel like I've ever felt that or been invested in that element. Or I think that's probably the biggest failing in The Hound as a character, who is right. a character I love, and you get to... Um, you, you sort of get on board with his character arc yeah. because of the things he does within the show and the, the ways that he redeems himself for them. Yeah. But his motivation has always been, my brother fucked me up, yeah. and I... I'm always a little scared of life because of that. Yeah. And I don't think that's done as effectively as if we had known the mountain as a person, maybe. Totally. Because, yeah, he's such a figure more than a person. Mm. That it's still good. Yeah. But I agree that it's not two characters fighting. It's the hound fighting his past. Right. More than that. And right. it's just not quite as effective as, as if the mountain had been a little more developed i think also because the hound was always going to die in this fight right and if you're fighting your past and you die that's less effective than if you fought your past and lived 
Right. Because then there'd be it'd be like, oh, now you have a future. Yeah. It's it's almost just like, well, he got caught up in the shit that happened to him as a kid, and then he died. But he was like, it's. I, I think it's almost like him getting over it because he. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know if sort of metaphorically it means too much to me. I guess that mm. he dies. It's more that. I guess yeah, it was so all-consuming that it did literally consume him. Right, but right. that was um, sort of the that was still that was his catharsis. or Catharsis, something? I guess I'm looking for. There's yeah. another word that's not resolution. Mm. It's like oh fuck, this is gonna piss closure? me off forever. Closure. It can't. It's like closure. <laughs> right. I'm I'm trying to use a word that's bigger than I'm capable of. <laughs> that's why I'm sounding like a fucking idiot. I'm pausing because I want to use mm-hmm. a big fancy word mm-hmm. that means the same as good thing. <laughs> right. Absolution. No. Maybe. I don't think absolution. Well, who gives a shit then what I think? Atonement? No. Because <laughs> it's also, that's the thing. I think it's not that. Like, he atones for his own actions yeah. in, in the stuff that he's done before this episode. It's just, it's like a singularity. It's like, I guess mm. it's closure. It's like just him being like, I am resolved. So anyway, yeah. uh, in between Arya kind of having these long shots through the city of, mm. and John yelling a retreat and all that sort of stuff. Um, so this, yeah, I think like what we're not talking about is all the in-between stuff, which is horrific. Yeah. It is absolutely horrific. The worst shit in the show. Yeah. Civilians, women, children, soldiers, good guys, bad guys, houses, like shit just getting torn apart and yeah. burnt to the ground, and it's fucked. And we don't see Daenerys's face at any point during this. I started thinking that towards the end of the episode. Yeah. We haven't seen her since the start. Yeah. Since she, she made that decision, she's gone. Yeah. And we just see a dragon. Yes. She, like, becomes this dragon. Yeah. Kind of. And, and like, it'll be interesting to see her justifying it, whether she feels the need to justify it yeah. in the next episode, in the last episode of the show. Yeah. That is next week. So, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of like that choice mm. of not letting us see any part of what's going on in her head, just the effects that she's having on everyone. Yeah, I agree. Which, like you say, is absolutely tearing this place apart. Yeah. Like, yeah, during this, well, it kind of comes after. So, yeah, it's intercut really nicely and everything kind of happens alongside each other in the show, but I think it's probably easier for us to talk about it piece by piece. Yeah, yeah. So the Hound and Gregor thing, Sandor and Gregor, um, he is getting absolutely beaten. Yeah. The Hound. Yeah. This fucking zombie is like not even like movie zombie where if you kill the brain he dies. He's just invincible. Yeah. He stabs him through, right through with a sword. He gets him with a knife in the eye at some point. He yells, fucking die at him in a really good way. Yeah. I think those are his last words. Yeah, yeah. Other than like a big scream. (laughs) And then the mountain does the eye thing to him again. Mm. Like he did to Oberyn. Mm. Almost gets him. Yep. But last sort of set, you know, he stabs him through the eye, which makes him stand back a bit. Yeah. And the last second, he just makes a choice like, fuck you. Yeah. And tackles him off the tower. They fall down into fire. And it's cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah. He got is. him. He got him. Uh, meanwhile, while that's been happening, um, so this is sort of out of order, but the, the yeah, this is happening at the same time. Arya's running through the streets. Yeah. Seeing all this fucked up shit. Yeah, why don't we yeah, we'll just do Arya's whole thing now. Sure. Yeah. Um so she sees this woman who she kind of noticed before with like a pixie cut. Yeah. And a daughter. And a daughter, yes. Um like sees a whole bunch of fuck shit happening, but that they're kind of the anchor point mm. 
for her to be like, I'm going to try and save these people. I'm going to try and help in some way and yeah. be useful. Cannot do it. No. And in a cool way, I thought. I thought this was all filmed really good. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Maisie Williams sure. was really good in this, but all the actors in this show are fucking really good. The last few episodes, I agreed. Thought. Yeah, as much as some of the stuff going on maybe isn't hot, mm-hmm. they're everyone in the show at this point is really doing a good job of doing all this stuff. Completely. And so yeah, what is happening here is like you're like, oh, Arya, she fucking, she's gonna get out of this, and oh no, something's fallen down, but she's survived, and she's gonna go, and it's, and I keep waiting for like the the moment of relief, and there is not one. Yeah, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah, until it gets the worst. <laughs> and like we said before, there are a couple of maybe unnecessary bits of it being close shave, close shave. Yeah, because the more effective bit is her being fine, obviously. When the people she's trying to sh- save are killed. Yeah, yeah. Like the big fucking bell falling on her and her being fine mm-hmm. and the fire nearly getting her and her being fine and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Is a little less interesting than her having to watch other people be destroyed. Right. And I, th- I think it has to happen because it's sort of like in retrospect, you're like, oh, that's right. Every time she dodged something, a whole family got squashed. Yeah. Every time that that fire went past her, it, it destroyed a street. Right. And yeah, you need to see like a made into a character type of person yeah yeah and she's powerless and and not um she's gotten used to i think being this like effective sort of the same as her in that library but she got out of that fine well that's it i think that i was genuinely concerned that Arya was going to get killed because Mm. she had her hero stuff already right you know her destiny i think has been fulfilled and she had a couple of sneaking around and killing people and people sacrificing themselves for her. Yeah. And now she's stuck in what has been drummed into us by this point of the episode, a city dying. Yeah. And everyone around her dying and maybe she'll die next. But she, I think it's good for the show that she doesn't. She sees a bunch of innocent people die around yeah. her. And she looks like she's gotten fucked up. Yeah. Really effective. Like, this is an expensive looking fucking episode. Yes. All yeah. the makeup and shit, like all the dust, that bit where she kind of wakes up and all the coughing and mm-hmm. just, like how fucking good this episode looks. Yep. A really convincing city being blown, blown apart. Totally. The, How the, often does that fucking happen? The Other CG... than the greatest film of all time, Independence Day, mm. where it happens so convincingly. It doesn't look like a model of the White House being blown <laughs> up. The CG of the dragon flying around, yeah. destroying the city piece by piece, is really well done. Oh, here's a fucking good bit that we forgot as mm. well. When Daenerys first makes that decision, when she first starts flying at the Red Keep to go fuck everyone up, yeah. there's a shot of the shadow of the dragon over the city and that is from an earlier episode's vision thing. I don't remember if it's Daenerys' oh. vision or Brands or where it comes from, but one of those like here's the flashes of all the visions. Right. The Mad King yelling burn them all, all of that stuff. There's a right. shot of the dragon flying over the roofs like that. Oh. And there it is. Wow. And I thought it just looked cool anyway, but yeah, that's from back in the day. Right, that is cool. A couple of those little symbolic ones of like her burning the um uh, the Lannister symbol thing that's like on the outside of the red keep and all yep. that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so Arya can't help anyone. Everything's fucked. Lots of long shots of her running through the crowds. Really good mm. looking. I thought well kind of choreographed and stuff. Yeah. And then um the last sort of thing that happens with her which is the end of the episode as well. Yeah, yeah. There's some other stuff to come is her kind of waking up, everything's fucked, it's kind of over, and mm. there's like a white horse. She's failed specifically to help that woman and her daughter. Yeah, <laughs> they have been the little, they've been just crushed and burnt up. Burnt like hell, yeah. Yeah. A white horse has gotten there. I thought, I, I made a note, I wondered if it was 
Golden Company guy's horse. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was because I think it was pretty visible that that horse got fucked up. Yeah. But just a horse. There's horses around. And well, I think the fact that we see the Golden Company guy's horse makes this fine because it's like, oh, yeah, there's horses everywhere yeah. running around. Being there are stables scared. in King's Landing. Yeah. Like, shit like that happens in a while. Yeah. I don't think it's weird that there'd be a horse there. Yes, yeah. And she gets on this horse. I've seen people on the internet go like, it was Bran walking into the horse and bringing it there. Maybe, but I don't think yeah. there's any reason to think it's more than just a horse there. It doesn't make it better if it's that. <laughs> like, if they had made it, Bran walks in to help. That yeah. might have been good. Yep. But anyway, um, could he walk into the dragon and stop this? Could he have done that? Could he walk think, into a dragon? I think so. I don't know. I don't see why not. I guess he just doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Or maybe it needs to happen. Maybe they will bring back all the Lord of Light stuff and the time travel oh, in the next episode. Boy. I'm not holding my breath. Mm. That is still the one major failing of the wrap up of this show. Yeah. The way that that stuff has been pushed aside after being built up to for so long, I still think is my biggest disappointment. Yeah. I think that now, having seen what they've done with this episode and how I have felt it's really justified and has been well written, Yeah, I still think the Night King stuff maybe is just not well executed. Or they just didn't know where to go with it or wanted to get rid of it to focus on these characters, which I think they're doing a good job with these characters. Yep. Uh, Yeah, John kind of gets everyone out of the city, retreats, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Davos and stuff get out of there. Um, Tyrion does a bit of walking around earlier as well. We didn't Uh, really talk about that, but he just looks at it and goes, ah, this is no good. I made the wrong choice here. Yeah. I really regret this. So the last sort of big thing that takes place in this episode... Jamie, after being stabbed a bunch mm. by Euron, or twice. Mm-hmm. It's enough. <laughs> I, could, I could get away with that, I reckon. Okay. I, I, I could, yeah, that'd be fine. After the first one, I was like, oh, Jamie's going to die on the beach and not do anything. That's yeah. a shame. That would have been unsatisfying. Yes, it would. But he makes his way up to that same map room. He runs into Cersei. This is kind of earlier than the stuff we've talked about. Yeah. Arya riding off on the horses, the last bit. Yeah. Um, Jamie and Cersei see each other and... Have that genuine emotional connection. People, I think, are annoyed that Jamie has come back to Cersei. Right. Um, I've seen people saying that destroys his arc. And I've seen a lot of people using the term character assassination about both Daenerys and Jamie. Right. I th- personally, I find that way off the mark because yeah. this the way that he goes back to her is such a like, it's not good. No. It's not cool. No, it's sad. It's a tragic end to And him. it's massively tragic. And I wrote this fucking pretentious note about that. <laughs> so, well, they they see each other again. They sort of embrace. Mm-hmm. The way that Lena Headey says, you're bleeding, I thought was really good. Yeah, yeah. Just genuinely sad. Actual care there. Mm-hmm. As much as their relationship is the most fucked up thing in the world, it's real. Yes, yeah. And they mean it, and it's toxic as fuck, mm-hmm. but people can be in a toxic relationship and have it be super unhealthy, but still kind of mean it. Uh, yeah. And even the depiction of a toxic relationship, yeah. even one that ends tragically, yeah. has no uh, catharsis or, or real closure yeah. in, in the sense that some storylines have. Depicting that isn't a bad thing. No. Depicting that in a way that resonates for people who've experienced it or... Uh, you know, have witnessed it or have had it impact them. Yeah, is still a good thing. That is still a good work of art. Yeah, 
and it the way that this does it, I think, is great. Yeah, it is this all-consuming thing to both of their detriment. Yes, and done in I think a believable way. I don't think it's crazy that he's come back here and like sort of turned his character arc into a circle is another phrase that I'm seeing people say. Right, but that's g- fine. Yeah, well, that's not bad. Like he came and did all this shit, and he's still held back in this place. That's a tragedy. Someone's yeah. failing. Yeah. being their thing. So I'm going to say more men than later because, like I said, I wrote a pretentious okay. note. Okay. Uh, yeah, they find each other. They go downstairs to try and get out. Um, the underneath bit where the stairs should be, a whole bunch of bricks have fallen down. It turns out that uh, going back to this toxic relationship has led to a dead end. Huh. <laughs> that is an interesting little little piece of information. I just mean literally. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> That'd be funny. Like a guy who speaks so literally that everything he says is a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, they've they've yeah they've gone to this dead end. They've gone back to their old fucking tricks. Yep, and it's and it kills them. Yep, and they are down in the bottom there. Cersei saying, "I don't want to die. I don't want this baby to die. Mm. Don't let me die, Jamie. I'm fucking scared. Not like this." Yeah, and he says, "Hey, look at me. Doesn't matter. We're the only thing that matters." And yeah, that kills them. Yeah, the walls falling around them. Yep. And they get swallowed up by this fucking castle that they spent so fucking long in the basement in the depths of their family home. Yeah. It is, it's poetic. It's really, it's well done. They tried to fucking own this place and it ate them alive. Yeah, you know yeah. how people kept saying, like the first fucking series, I think this city will eat you alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know, but like, yeah, they've been eaten alive by that castle that they tried to be in charge of. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's really, really I th- well done as well. I think the way that they're... They it's sad. End, like, you're right. It's not nice. It's a proper tragedy. Yes. It's a propaganda. <laughs> but it's a tragedy because both of their main flaws are the things that kill them. So this is the pretentious note I wrote. Okay. They each have their inevitable fall to mm-hmm. their main weakness slash ultimate fear. Mm-hmm. Jamie's is that he's truly in love with Cersei in an all-consuming, toxic fucking way. Yep. And that that is the thing that he goes back to and that kills him. He always loved Cersei. It was always to his detriment as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's the thing that kills him that he truly was stuck in this thing with Cersei. He was attached to it. And Cersei's one, she was always afraid that she was weak and that she couldn't protect her children. Right. And everything she did was trying to become strong, trying to become... put walls around her mm-hmm. to make her and her children safe because she was afraid of dying. Right, she wanted to kill all of her enemies, literally yeah. all of her enemies. And yeah. she, I, Not for the same sort of control and power we- reasons, there was some of that, but because she wanted to be safe. She wanted security mm. uh, for her children especially, and she failed that again and again yeah. and does it again here. She's not strong. Yep. She's not the, the strong fucking despot she wanted to be to block everyone else out. Yeah. She was beatable. Yeah, not invincible, and yeah, she, the walls fall in around them. Yeah, I think that's that's true because we didn't also didn't really track her progress in this episode, which is just standing and yeah. watching herself fail. Yeah, and she keeps saying like, "Well, one one more shot comes, like, nope. Well, the bread keeps never falling. It's going to. Yeah, like she keeps denying that she's vulnerable and yeah. that she's going like that. She needs. She needs to escape. Rather, she can't control mm. whether or not she dies. Yeah, and she dies. Yeah, I think it's fucking good. I think it's really good as well. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. it's like them holding each other and being destroyed by themselves like that 
is the perfect ending for them as far as I'm concerned. It's the ending that we always talked about as well. The yeah. ending of Jamie and Cersei dying together. Yeah. And we've said, like, people have been like, oh, he's going to kill her, he's going to get redemption. Which would be redemption for his character, but he doesn't get it, which is bold as hell, he, I yeah, think. Yeah, he gets what he deserves. They both do. Yeah. And it's perfectly fitting. It's yeah. absolutely justified. Because, like, as much as Jamie again, sort of became, like, this people, a character that people went like, oh, Jamie's good now. He was never good. Mm. And he says as much to Brienne last time, and that was maybe... The f- stuff with Brienne was weird. A little bit. Uh, her being so c- connected to and him. And him falling for her a bit, and, mm. like, the romantic term for that, mm. I don't think was necessary for them to have the same oh, yeah, effect yeah. on each other. Yeah. Um, but... Either way, like he says, no, like I, this is, I'm shit. And he kind of, uh, yeah. when it comes to her, he's been, she's been the thing that's made him bad. Yes. A bunch of times. Yeah. So, and I, I don't know. I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think, yeah, like I said, from about halfway through this episode, I was like, this is one of my favorite episodes of the show. Yeah. Everything it's doing has been surprising yeah. and perfectly justified. Very well written and beautifully executed. It's so well uh, directed totally. and acted this episode. And not surprising in the way that I can see why people are like, oh, John should have killed the Night King. I think it was mm. fine that Arya did it because mm. I don't think that it mattered who killed him and the way that he died. Yeah, because yeah. Because it was a pointless... It, if John had done it, it wouldn't have been any more satisfying. It would have just been like a more whatever... Like the ending to that, whoever killed him was boring. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Arya doing it was fine. It makes sense. It's it it's the most interesting aspect of it, giving her right. that heroic moment that she has sacrificed for and trained for and given up so much for is good. Yeah. That's a good thing. But whoever would have killed him, it would have felt, oh, bleh. Yeah. So I think people may be misplacing that on Arya. Right, right. Uh, a little bit. Maybe I can't speak for anybody else. But I will. <laughs> but... um. Uh, what was the point I was getting to? Was there one? <laughs> um, just the, the wrapping up. Uh, that that was a good way to wrap it up, and that um, like that uh, I liked it. I that was my point that I liked it. Yeah, I think that's what we were saying. It was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like it in the way that I've loved the best episodes of the show and the best episodes of something like Breaking Bad, where and even though there's only one left, we are left by the end of this episode going. All of these people are in a fucked situation and yeah. I cannot figure out how they're going to solve it. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see. And they can't solve it because yeah. they're, who they are is driving them and it's against each other. Yeah. Like it, it's that level of someone being so much the person they are that they can't help but fuck themselves mm. is what this show, I think, is when it's at its best. And yeah. that's what it is again. And that was going to be my point that I don't think Jamie dying like that is... People are saying subverting expectations is like a shitty thing that they have been doing. Because like in one of the after show interview things after the Arya kills the Night King, mm. they said we did it because it subverts expectations. And people are saying of them, subverting expectations isn't necessarily always innately good right, or entertaining. I think sure. in this way, it totally is. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, it's that thing where it's it's a surprise when it happens. But then for me at least, and I think for you, you went... Fuck, of course. Yeah, exactly. It's And that is, I think, the best uh, versions of Game of Thrones subverting expectations is surprising you in a way that is 
completely justified yeah. and you can't realize you can't believe that you didn't see it coming in a way yeah it's not going oh i can't believe he did that it's mm. going oh i can't believe he did that <laughs> sure yeah yeah i uh, i really like the way everyone got wrapped up who got wrapped up in this i yep. really like what it's set up for the last episode mm. i fucking hate that all the lord of light stuff and the azura's eye and whatever mm. and that prophecy where a brother would kill her and Oh, for Cersei yeah, and yeah. all that shit that was set up ages ago that hasn't panned out has been ignored. Mm. I still do think that's really lame. Yeah, about the yeah, end of this. yeah. That to wrap it up, they've kind of ignored some of those setups mm-hmm. a little bit, or brushed them away, or made sure. them seem less significant, like the Night King stuff. That does still bother me. Mm. But the stuff they're focusing on here, yeah. Now that they're focusing on it, I think they're doing well. I think that. A lot of people might be annoyed because they're of that. They have uh, there was a prophecy three years ago, and it's led nowhere. Or you know, this character said that they were going to do this, or like they had this power. Why isn't it led to anything? But what they did instead was wrap, like, use an emotional callback, yeah, an emotional twist that makes perfect sense to wrap up some characters. And I think that's that's for me better than. Oh yeah, the words written in that book that they saw in a you know a side side yeah. you know glance in a room in a library didn't pay off. It's like I don't care about that. Be great if it would be both, and this show has been both at times, right? Um, and it does annoy me that that stuff is being ignored, and it and it is technically plot holes and stuff, right? Or yeah. at the very least, just like um, a, a weird. I guess you'd call it a red herring now. Or like a loose thread or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like people, I think this is an example of where I differ from a lot of people. Is people like, oh, when Melisandre said to Arya, like, you'll close green eyes and brown eyes and blue eyes. And then it was like, oh, she closed the Night King, that's blue. Yeah, Maybe yeah, it'll yeah. be green for blah, blah. It's like, I don't care about that. Yeah. I couldn't give less of a fuck about that. Yeah. But... Jamie and Cersei's relationship destroying each other, perfect. It didn't need a prophecy yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. That makes sense on an emotional level. Right, exactly. And I think they've known how to wrap that up and haven't been able to work in the sort of more plotty stuff right. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, if you if you take what's happening for, for where it is and, like, I think they've done the... Jamie and Cersei story, which is one of the biggest ones mm-hmm. in the show, absolute fucking justice mm-hmm. with how that has ended. Yeah. I'm totally happy with that. Yep. Um, and yeah, like we said, the Daenerys, Daenerys stuff, yeah. I think we've seen it coming the whole time and it's, I think, very satisfying to see it play out that way and be like, wow, this is like a fucking, oh, these are war crimes we're seeing. Yeah. And everyone who's committing them feels justified. And we have to be sitting here on the sidelines going like, oh my God, fucking yeah. hell, you can't see what you're doing? Like, Totally. Yeah. But I think it makes sense that they can't see what they're doing. It's yeah. not a, yeah. a term for Daenerys who mm. has gone from hero to zero. Yes. She's gone from uh, human character to human character. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm happy with this episode yeah yeah i thought it was good i was thrilled by it i was je- like i was on the edge i of was my ecstatic seat. from it i loved it but i it was like it was very tense yeah i was fully like sucked into it i thought it was really really good yeah same uh well mate just yeah everything about it other than goofy stuff with the with 
moving and with, oh, those armies went nowhere, I guess. Yeah. That sort of thing. And plot threads being left hanging. It's the inevitable fear that we have with this show that you make something so dense Mm. and so layered and seemingly so planned out Mm -hmm. that at some point it goes off the rails a little. Yeah. And some of the characters have, but that main steam engine Mm -hmm. is coming home, I think. Yeah, yeah. As long as the caboose comes into the station, I'll be happy. Exactly. If they wrap up this stuff that they seem to consider to be the main stuff, as well as this Mm. in the last episode... Which, who knows? I could <laughs> yeah. see it coming back off the rails. Yeah. Being one of those things where someone is falling over for ages and they look like they've got it and then a piano falls on them. Right. I could see that happening. Yep. Yeah. Fuck, I'm excited to see it happen. Yeah, me too. One yeah. more. Wow, one more. Uh, do we want to... This has been an hour and a half. <laughs> what? Do we want to do any emails or anything? Uh, or? No, I like most of them were sort of relating to the previous episode. A lot of them were sort of just like, hey... Uh, the show's ending, but I really like the podcast. So, yeah, I've been replying to a lot of them just saying thanks for listening. Um, That's cool. A, a couple might have come in sort of like while this episode was on. Yeah. Um, I'll just quickly see if there's any that we can sort of jump into. Um, no, that one doesn't make sense. Um, it's a lot of predictions for what's going to happen. Well, and that's... I guess we can't really do predictions. Or maybe we'll go over some or something. I don't know. We haven't really planned out what we're going to do uh, mm. for like an ending or whatever. No. <laughs> Which uh, reminds me of a certain other pair of, uh, mm. of people. Well, Damn, David and Daniel back <laughs> out again with ignoring the White Walkers. <laughs> we can just wait till the book of our podcast is written and released and then we, True. we'll just adapt that. I heard someone who used to be on our podcast say that George uh, say that we've written the last two episodes of this podcast already and are ready to release them but signed a contract to do it after the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. The guy who plays Barrison's Sell Me right. said that George Martin had told him he's already finished the books but signed the thing to say wow. bring them out after the show. I don't fucking believe that for a second. No, that seems crazy. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll do at least I think we'll do one more episode. <laughs> yeah, it's the last one next week. We'll like we'll I don't know, wrap up some emails and stuff. If you've got mm. anything you want to say, now's the time, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. If you want to get any last words in, don't send a million emails saying Dracaris, because that was Miss mm. Andy's last words. Because mm-hmm. guess what? You're too hilarious for me. Yes. <laughs> I love and it. Also, please don't send any emails that are just fucking die <laughs> like the hound's last words yeah if you want to say hey look at me only we matter mm. which i think were roughly jamie's last words yeah um hey feel free to say you don't want it to end like this because that means you like the podcast <laughs> so yeah it, it, one episode left we'll be back with the very fucking last episode of game of thrones yeah i'm super excited for it that i know a lot of people didn't like that episode I hope some of the things we've said maybe give you a little bit of a different yeah. take on it, hopefully, because yeah. I, I would like for other people to enjoy it as much as I did. And I, I mean, I, on our other podca- podcast, I'm known as a bit of a contrarian. Right. I'm, I 100% believe everything that we've said on this episode, and I would love to talk to people about it yeah. in a way where it's, I love the show. I want to I wanna have a dialogue. I don't yeah. want to have an argument. Um, cool. Yeah. Let's, I mean, yeah, send us some emails, but fucking... Oh, are you talking to me, 
dot at gmail.com is the no email dot. address. Oh, why well, are you talking to me, pod? Apparently the dots don't matter. Yeah, yeah. Everything's made up. And I'm not, I'm, <laughs> are you talking to me, pod at gmail.com? Then is the email address. Get your shit in for the last time. That's it. Next week's the last episode. See you next week. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.